0: the The longing of every Christian that is born again is to see Him. The longing for every believer is to meet their Maker, to meet the God that they have come to know in this life. For many years, I have always thought about this question. What will be the first words I will say to God when I see Him? This is a question I have spent a lot of time thinking about. The truth is we all know that this world was created by an intelligent designer. And we all know that you and I were also created by an intelligent designer. We are not descendants of monkeys. We are not accidents. We are not here by chance, but an intelligent designer intentionally created us. And we all know one day we will meet Him. We all know one day we will meet God. But what will we say to Him when we finally meet Him? I believe that when we meet God, I believe the day when we see God, we will all say three words. You may be thinking, the first three words we will say to Him is, I love you. We do love our Lord, but I don't think that is the first three words we will say to Him. I believe the first words we will say to God can be found sprinkled throughout the pages of this Bible. But let us go to the book of Revelation and enter into the throne room of heaven. In Revelation chapter 4, we enter the center of the universe. Everything, everywhere revolves around this room, throne room of heaven, on the island of Patmos. John was caught up in the spirit, and he ascending into the third heaven, and he, behold, a throne. And there was one who sat on the throne. The one who is from everlasting to everlasting. The one who is from age to age. The one who sat on the throne is the Ancient of Days. The one who sat on the throne is everything there is. He is everything that ever was and he is everything that ever will be. Everything started from him, and it will end with him, the almighty, the all-powerful, all-knowing God, and the one who sat on the throne. He was like a jasper, and he sawed a sawed stone in appearance, and there was a rainbow around the throne in appearance like an emerald. Around the throne were twenty-four thrones. And on the thrones I saw twenty-four elders sitting, clothed in white robes, and they had crowns of gold on their heads. And from the throne proceeded lightnings, thunders, and voices. Seven lamps of fire were burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. You and I one day will see this room, but what will we say when we see Him? What will we say when we see him who sits on his throne that is surrounded by four living creatures full of eyes in front and in back? I believe the first three words we will say is found in verse 8. Each of the four living creatures had six wings and was covered with eyes all around, even under its wings. Day and night, they never stopped saying, Holy, holy, holy. There you have it. You have angels innumerable crying out, Holy, holy, holy. You have angels, seraphim, on one side crying out, Holy, holy, holy. And believe me, my brother, believe me, my sister, when you and I lay our eyes on him, we will cry out, holy, holy, holy too the God that we serve is holy, he is pure he cannot look at sin talking of the holiness of God, it is not just about not being able to look at sin it also means that there is nothing like injustice with God God is the king over all, he is the one who created the whole universe and with this Power. He cannot be unjust. That is part of the things that make God holy. When we see God, the first thing we will be doing is proclaiming His holiness. The whole being in heaven, the four creatures that surround the throne of God, the 24 elders are always saying, holy, holy, holy to God. And make no mistake, about when you and I lay our eyes on Him. We will cry out, Holy! 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 This practice will not stop. It will be something that will be there forever and ever. God is holy. It is His trait. He is pure. In the book of Isaiah, we will also find this same word used to worship God. Isaiah 6:2 through3. Above it stood the seraphims. Each one had six wings. With Twain he covered his face. and with Twain he covered his feet. And with Twain he did fly. And one cried unto another and said, "Holy, holy, holy!" Is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. This same word is used. Why is this same word used for God or the word used most of the time? The thing is that this is not the only word used to worship God, but this is always the first word used when they want to worship God. It is the Word that ushers in the other words, declaring the other traits of God. In Revelation 4.11, after the four creatures shouted, Holy, 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 the twenty-four elders said another thing. They said, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for Thou hast created all things, and for Thy pleasure... They are and were created. When God was talking about himself in the book of Isaiah, he said there is no one like him. Isaiah 46, 9, KJV, Remember the former things of old. For I am God, and there is none else. I am God, and there is none like me. Holiness is the number one trait of God that is noticed many times. It is the most mentioned trait of God in the Bible. We see it in many verses when they call God holy. Not that there are no other traits or attributes of God mentioned, but holiness is the most mentioned. This holiness is also the only trait that we humans seem to find hard to follow As in emulate, God is love. We can show love a lot easier than holiness. God is kind. We can display the attitude of kindness. God is powerful. We can be empowered by the Holy Spirit. The other traits of God are readily available or easy for us to emulate, but holiness is what we find hard to live by. If we go through the scriptures, we will also see that holiness is the only trait of God that is repeated three times consecutively in the Bible and it happened in two places. The other traits are not repeated like this. There is something special about the holiness of God. This should tell us that God is unique. The holiness of God was proclaimed right in front of Isaiah. It means that the holiness of God remains even in eternity. The holiness of God is the glory of God. It is the power of God. It is what makes Him just. It is the righteousness of God. The holiness of God is telling of the uniqueness of God. The holiness of God shouldn't be what we should wait until we meet Him to proclaim. It is what we should start proclaiming from this point. What Isaiah saw is the throne of the Lord, and he remained seated on the throne. Even though the whole of Judah should be mourning the king, it is supposed to be a dark time for them in that city, but God remained on his throne. That is the holiness of God. Nothing can change him. Nothing can move him. God will forever be holy. The four creatures mentioned this of him. They said, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord God Almighty, which was, and is, and is to come. This means that he doesn't change, and he remains. The holiness of God will be our salvation. It will be our watchword. It will be our praise and worship to him. And we as his children are also encouraged to be holy for he is holy.